0: Today's staph is that nun hey in the Durham. We learn for a fourth again for Mordechai, Moshe, Ben Tova. Hanada ben says the mission from the top of the page. If make, the person makes an note that he's not going to have any grain. And we'll see the Lushen of which usually means the five grains, wheat, barley, oats, spelt, and rye. Uh, Dugan is a Lushen of piling up, of heaps. That's where it comes from. The goat means like, you know, to heap it up. And those are things that are heaped up as they're gathered in from the, uh, you know, when, when they're gathered in. Yeah. You... Okay. okay. Uh, so, um, so making it, you're not going to have any dug on. This is the mayor. We mentioned this the other day when we talked about uh, making it from uh, vegetables. Uh, that um, you could also be usser. We said at the end of the mission, they have usser before a mitzvah, lach. See, when the Egyptian bean, which is apparently a common bean eaten in those days in, in the Middle East, when it was soft, it was moist, it was fresh, then it was considered a vegetable. Uh, when it's dried out, then it's considered more like a grain. So Rameer says that when you make an netter from Dogon, you can't have the Yavish, the dry one. When it's leak, when it's more meat when it's more moist, as we said, then it's more of a vegetable. When it's dried, it's considered a grain. So you can't have that either. Bechom or no, Bechom say no. Dagun Duggan means the five, the five uh, um, grains. Uh, Rashi points them out here. The top line on the page on the inside, Rashi's on the right side here. Khitasora, Kusman, Shifa, and Vishimbolashual. Bar, wheat, barley, spelt, rye, and oats. <speaking in> the, <Hebrew> the mayor goes on to say, let's say you make an can have produce. Now produce is, which we'll see is more inclusive than just the grains. <speaking in> the <Hebrew> oh, he, says, he says this is more limiting. And limiting that the tfua, which is generally the five grains, the only the tfu is only also the five grains. <speaking in> the <Hebrew> But if you say Dagan, you're also everything. But what does that mean, B'chol? So we already explained that mean anything which is piled up, including dry beans. So according to a mayor, Dagan includes more than Tfua. We'll see this different, phrase. Tfuda means generally produce, things that grow in the ground, right? But they, um, uh, Dagan means, um, the uh, so Tfua means those five, and, and the Chacham agree with that too. But the Chacham say that Dagan doesn't mean any more than that also. Whereas, according to a mayor, Dagan refers even to bees. So, but everybody agrees, even according to Meir, mayor who includes more with Dagan, still uh, fruits from trees and vegetables are not included in Dagan or Tua. The Dagan called the Midgen Mashmah. Dagan means anything that's But of Yosef, in the time of Chizkia, Chizkia found that people were not separating off trumas and meisus properly, so he made a that everybody should bring their trumas and to the Tirushulaim. So when it when the word spread, here of Israel, Yisrael, they started increasing and giving the dog and the truma of the of the uh, grain, and also. Wine and oil, because wine and oil is also chayiv in trumas and, and meisras. The us t'voras asada l'rov and everything t'voras asada l'rov. That means more than dugan. So over here, you see that uh, we say over here that dug means anything that's piled up. Uh, well, it says harbaiso dugan pishviasor. The chol t'voras and he has on to the topic of meisor. it's a pasuk uh, in Devar Um And if you say dug means anything that's piled up, so what is called t'voras asada? The cult the ronza, the call midken, have a bichlal dog and anything which is piled up is piled up. Vim cane, cultural bichlal. So what is what is the cultivation add on? If Duggan already first anything which is piled up according to Mayer, not only the five grains, but even let's say the beans. So what is cults to come to clearly be Amad Duggan called the Midgen Mashma, Mike of Rot Sad, what is he adding on? Say, i by Lussia Paris, Lyoric. You know what they did? Now that Chriska gave the decree and said everybody must give trumasomyces, you've been lax in this. So the advice is you know it's including people even gave Paris fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables, uh, Paris means fruits and vegetables. What does that mean? Fruits and vegetables are high in v- trumusomyces, menotaur. It's only drabona. Minotaur, the the only thing that's high in v- trumusomice are the five grains and oil and wine, nothing more. But they added on, that's what the Tibasa Sada increased up here. Says, <ibeutfly> <expressions> he says if you make it out of tmus, that only includes the five grains. Dagan includes even the beans. Everybody agrees that you said from um, and the time they both agree the Rabban and also be Isn't it obvious? The Re-mayer said that, but Rabban don't eat anymore. In other words, the Gemara says that the Ron says over here that Hakomodim, um, even though it says the name of the Mishnah uh, and the name of Rameir, rather, than the Mishnah says the name of Meir it includes everybody, because the Chachamim say that even Dagan, which Meir says includes more, does not include any more than the five grains. Rameer who says not at four, that's the five grains. So what's the Chiddush in Isn't it obvious? Five grains. What is the five grains? Ma'or same at I might think anything, any produce. Uh, the best word, I think word for the tfu is like boy, it comes from the ground. Anything that's produced, but mash the low doesn't mean everything doesn't mean everything. what do you mean it doesn't mean everything? We just said that over and above the Dagon, uh the racial dugon and the Yitzar, they gave to us they give more than that. So obviously it does include more. Amar Tfu means the five grains, no more. Even Rameyr, who's more inclusive. When it comes to the t'vua, it only means the five grains, but t'vua s'asada includes everything. Now we have a story. Bar Marshmuel, the son of Marshmuel, Pucket, pocket he um, decreed in his last will and testament, to listen to place officers, as he said in his will, he gave gave it s'avad so that he should give 13,000 worth, for 13,000 zuz worth of of what? Min'alauta d'nar panya, from the t'vua, the produce, of Narpanya In other words, he must have had a uh, big uh, field over there near the river Panya. It was a, you know, a hill and a valley and a canal, whatever. And he says, give 13,000 value to Rava from there. So Rava, Shalcha <speaking> Rava, <in> the commander of Yosef, Rava sent to Rav Yosef, who was one <language> of their Rabbanim there, alauta hechemika. What is included in Alalta? What does that mean? Alalta means produce, the, the good stuff, right? Um, uh, so here, anything that grows and increases, enough. other things, anything that grows, any produce, didn't just limit it to the five grains. So he yes, asked them, what does it include? Alalta is the Aramaic equivalent of Torah. And Tfua is produce, which produce? We just said, everybody agrees, and or both agree that Tfua is only the five grains. Amaliyah so Abayya said So abaya turned to, Abayya and Rubber were both Tamidim, they were Tamidim of Raba, they were all Tamidim of Vidyose. So abaya turns to says Midami, how can you compare Tfua to Alalta, Midami Tfua, only means the five grains. Alalta, Kolmila, Mashma, means everything. This is really what that, you can say that Rashi, is that Rashi is going on And the Ran also says, take a look at the Ran on the left side, Alalta, uh, loshon of coming hachnasah, you know what you're bringing in and and uh, and fruitfulness and and uh, multiplication or like or increase, let's call it maybe the b'shavach better word increase what increase what you bring in what you hachnasas like income, you know uh, bringing in income uh, increase in value alalta is anything. So don't say, don't Why do you think that Al-Alt is the exact equivalent of two, which is only the five grains? alt means everything. came So they returned. This dialogue between Rabbi Yosef and uh, Abaye uh, came back to Rav. And Rav said, uh, Omar, boyle. Wait a you misunderstood my question, gentlemen, rabbis. boyle, Of course, I know alalt means more. In other words. I got this, I got this uh, uh, will, I, I got a portion of a will, right? I got an inheritance here from uh, the, the bar, the, the son of Shmuel, and he gave me $13,000, uh, Zuzu's worth of uh, produce. Uh, and, and I asked you what it includes. So you first tell me, Abel said "It only includes the five grains, only from there. And I said, no, it means all kinds of produce, anything that grows, maybe even fruits and vegetables. I came back for rubber. says no, look like, my no question of lawful mesh. I know it means everything. oh boy, this is my question. bottom, sleeveless. what about rent? <laughs> and right? That's income, right? Right. When you do your taxes, you got to put down everything, all the income, including if you have rent income, you got interest income, whatever income's got to be included. What so huh? No income. No, no income. <laughs> no income. That also has to be included, right? bottom. <laughs> That's the you know rent, so asfinos, the higher of your ships, whatever your income is. You had a car rental, or whatever it was. That was my question. I, does that include too? My me and Rudy say, given the pachasen since they have depreciation. That's how we say depreciation in Hebrew. In case you don't know, it's called pchat, right? That's a pchat. That's the depreciation. So since they depreciate, Lavalati, That's not something that increases. That's not income because they depreciate also, right? Uh, the houses, you know, real estate, cars, everything—they they depreciate. Oh Dilma, or do you say Kibbutz? It's not clear how much they, you know, it's all a question of depends on who your accountant is. You know, you know if you've got how sharp, you know, how sharp the accountant is, it depends on the—you don't know how how much the depreciation is. So therefore, also, therefore it is income. You're getting income from. Okay, how much the prata is? That's whatever the government decides how much you're allowed to depreciate you know, different items, different assets over time. They have charts for that, all kinds of uh, gimmicks that they play, right? So because I love, maybe it is also. So I'm more of Yosef. So this is what Rabbi was asked. Rabbi was like, of course I'm entitled to everything grows in the field, $13,000 worth. Question was, am I entitled also to these rental income? So they said, I'm more recommend Rabbi Yosef. The Rabbi's now said, both what a buy and Rabbi Yosef yeah, and Rabbi and Rabbi retorted to Rabbios. Rabbi Yosef, says, You're only entitled the grains. Rabbi says, No, you're entitled to everything that grows. Rabbi says, No, of course I'm entitled to that. Am I also entitled to the rental income? Omar, he said, Well, they don't need me. Am I shalchlan? Why do they ask me questions if they know more than me? You know, the students ask me the questions. Then when I give them the answer and I said, You're more limited, they said, No, 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 no. Rabbi said, You're entitled to all the produce in the field. And Rabbi said, No, I only, my own, of course I'm entitled to that. I'm worried about the uh, other income, the rental incomes. So, uh, Rabba says, What are you asking me for? What are you bothering me for? Why? He says, It Rav Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was annoyed. Shemar Rabba heard that he was annoyed, so he went to pacify him. You know, he said that he heard he was annoyed. Vasla Kameh came to him, but Kippur came before him on Erevim Kippur. He appeared at uh, Rav Yosef's uh, residence, Erevim uh, Kippur. Ashkei Lashameh, he saw that uh, Rav Yosef's servant, David Kamaseh, he was pouring in front of him, he was pouring some wine for him of Kippur, you're supposed to have a meal. So he was pouring some wine. Omale, Havli, let me do it. The amzigle, I'll pour it. I'll mix it for I'll mix the wine. In those days, the wine always came undiluted in the barrels, and then they would mix it and serve it uh, fresh. Um, so Havli, the I'll pour it from Yavle. So brava, prepared the wine, the Kamuzig, and he, the Ana Yavle, Havli, allow me, the amzigle, Ana Yavle, and I'll give it. So Rabbi, uh prepared, uh, mixed a cup of wine for him. Kikashasi when Rav Yosef drank it, Omar hadain mizga. I could taste this mixture. dummy lemizgah to Yosef. Yosef couldn't see anymore, presumably, or he wasn't in the room, and he couldn't see. Rabbi Yosef had lost his, you know, some of his faculties, as we see in other places, where Yosef lost his faculties, and reminded him of them. He was a little bit demented, and then he came back. So. Um, he says when Yosef drank it, he said, "You know, this mixture tastes like the mixture of the way Rava prepares it." You know, he was able to discern correctly his taste. His taste was still good. His, fee, his taste, uh, sense of taste, was still very good. He said, it "Tastes just like Rava's uh, taste. Uh, the lemiske t- tastes like the mixture of the way Rava prepares the wine." Dami I mean, lemiske the Rava braid of Yosef. Barhametz he said, "That was Rava. the braid. Rava, uh, Rava braide, Rab Yosef. It's not Rava Yosef." This is not this Rab Yosef because Rab Yosef is the one saying it. It tastes like the mixture of Rava, the son of Reb Yosef, Arham um, Who knew? Yeah, it's his. It's him. In other words, it's me. Uh, he came in and said, "Yeah, it's his." Amalei, um, In other words, maybe Rab Yosef couldn't see, so he said it tastes like Rava's. You know, it's sort of like you know Yitzchak who couldn't see anymore, right? Like you know, so he says this. A call called Yaakov, a de but it tastes like you know this is what it tastes like. I'm um, like, who knew? i um, let us listen, so says, I'm going to teach you a lesson. The way you spoke to me, you asked me, and then you tell me you know better. Well, don't sit on your, don't sit down, don't sit on your knees, don't get down, don't sit down. Adam Rasli, Purusha Dadain Mat Milsa. So you explain to me the following sukkim in Khuka. It's a famous uh, thing, as Yashir Yisrael. It's a different Shir, right? Ali bear, Mahasun says, Umi midbar matana. No, it's a strange lesson. It says, From the midbar to matana, umi umitana nah umi um bamos. Right? That's what it says in the Pasik there in Chukas. What does that mean? When a person makes himself like a wilderness, it's free for everybody. It's abandoned. Everybody can do whatever they want. The Midbar is free territory. So the Torah is given to him as a gift. In other words, once you make yourself humble and you make yourself, you know, everybody could take take from me. I'm, I make yourself humble and, and, and lowly and abandoned. Then the torah is given to you and you have to be very you have to be very humble to uh to get the um uh to get to to, to absorb the torah from the midbar if you make yourself like a midbar make yourself free for everybody to take from you then then it's given to you as a gift once the torah is given to him as a gift nachlo then god gives it to him as an inheritance is there a gift can be you know, can be recalled, can be retracted, but if you have a nachla, an inheritance is forever. That's what pasuk goes on. From once you have it as a gift, it'll be a nachla. Once God gave it to you as an inheritance, you'll rise up, you'll be exalted. as it says, umi nachlala Machliel. What is on here? Yeah. Uh, Um, just kind to get this. Yeah. Um. And, um. Uh, and from Nachliel, you will rise up. In other words, once God gave you the Torah as an inheritance, you'll rise up. You'll be exalted. They make the Atzma. But if you become arrogant, you become. You think you're great yourself. You're a rabbi. A You're wonderful. Everybody should look up to you. Lowers you down. Once you're up there and you think you're a big shot, God will take you down to the valley. You'll be sunk into the ground, and the gears in the Gemara, the gearson you see in the bottom of the layer is so he's be pressed down into the ground. That the pus ends off there. Right, and he'll be pressed down into the desolate soil. Uh, that's the point. The point is he's, te- he's like teaching him a lesson. That you know, you ask me a kasha, and then when I give you the answer, you think you know a better answer. You're trying to impress me more. You know what? A little bit of arrogance over here. If you get come to arrogant, you will become you will be uh, pushed down. But if you do tshuva and you see realize that you shouldn't be a big shot anymore, will exalt you. Will raise you Will raise again. Every uh, every valley will be exalted. Will be raised up. Okay, before we get to the rice so let's just see this. Uh um, oh let's let's see to the mission, see if we have enough time. Tanya, HaDogen, So this rice so we'll see is similar to Romeo's, really Romeo Shita. That's what Ram says on the side. Like, let's say you make a netter again, like we saw on Mishnah, you're not gonna have any grain. Duggan is grain piled stuff piled up. So Rameyor said, this is the sheet of Ramey. It doesn't say Romeo, but it's but it's Ramey Shita, that you're even you're forbidden also to have. Um, uh, full, uh, the Egyptian dried bean, because once it's dried, it's also considered grain. Umutr, but you're allowed to have balach, you're allowed to have a moist one. Why? Because that's a vegetable, right? Umutr be'oriz, you're allowed to have rice. Rice is not considered a grain. The chilka, the targus, of tisni, these are different kinds of grains. They translate it as grist, grouts, and pearl barley. The Ron says that the chilka is a, a wheat grain that's divided into two. The neck targus is like three; it's divided into three. And Tissy is divided when it's divided into four. Those are all kinds of grain, but it's not considered regular grain because it's been cut up or whatever and processed, and therefore you're allowed those. I know them in Paris. Why is it easier? Because I, I guess, because okay. I guess it's, it's okay. It was probably in the processing, you know. The corns were made according to the rabbanon a Duggan would only include the five grains. But according to him, he says that it was, it was apparently with the way in its processing, the way they piled it up when it was dry, it was, it was piled, was heaped up and maybe rice wasn't processed that way. So he didn't mean that. Again, here's a good, you're breaking a good point. The key when it comes to um is Lashem Adam. So if there was a place where Duggan referred to rice, then it would be referred to if, if that was common. If it was common in your lushan that you say, oh, Dagan means rice also, then yeah, it would be included too. But this is what, that's how they spoke. Noted that usually Dagan did not mean that. Even in the Machlokas, where mayor says, Pulimitzri is included in the and say it's not. Rabbanon say no, it doesn't mean that. Pulimitzri is yeah. not considered a Dugan. And on Pastor you make an error that you're not going to have the fruits of the year, also, you can't have any fruits. They grow any time of the year. But you're allowed to have G'dayim, goats, lambs, of milk, baits and eggs, gozlos, young uh, young birds, right, little chicks, uh, because that's not peiros hashana. That's not peiros. Peiros is uh, things that grow in the ground. Imama hashana, say anything that grows this year, lie, that's also us can any of them. Hear that? Imama geduleh shana Also, If I say anything that grows this year, well, these things grow, too eggs grow, chicks grow, animals grow, you can't eat anything, says the run on the side, take a look at the run on the right side, a little bit, a few lines below where we are now, this only works if you say a certain period of time, I can manage for two weeks, three weeks, but if you say Unending. It's impossible. You're not going to eat anything. You're not going to eat fruits, vegetables, meat, uh, chickens, eggs, nothing. It's impossible. It's like, what's it comparable to? When a guy says, I'm not going to, I swear I'm not going to sleep for three days, it's impossible. He'll fall asleep anyway. So it's the Nerisha, and he can. it, it doesn't mean he's, he's punished and he could sleep right away. Same thing over here, the Ron says, if you say something, it's impossible not to eat, you won't eat anything. All right. I don't mean peyer Let's say he said, I'm not going to have fruits of the ground. Ossim b'chol peyer anything grows in the ground. In Wul Terbikman, peyer you're allowed to have mushrooms and truffles because they're not considered to grow in the ground. The imamah gidule karka. wait a second. He says, peyer oritz doesn't include the mushrooms. If he says gidule kark, things that grow out of the ground, then also b'chol you can't have mushrooms also. What does that mean? Remini i double it. doesn't grow in the ground, Omer Shakam and Make a shackle, You don't make a verpierte or a dama. for example, what are examples? What are things that don't grow in the ground which you make a shackle? Alamala salt, on uh, brine, I'll come in and omer with So what do you see over here? That they don't that they don't grow in the ground, because you say no to Metaparisara, it's all your you're all, 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 all these things, and you're allowed to have commanded patrios. If you say kidule karka, then it's also those things. What do you mean? They're not gedulei karka, because we say ain karka, you make a shackle and that includes pain So apparently you say that gedulei karka includes mushrooms, mushrooms from the bracha that do it, that, uh, that mushrooms are not including gedulei karka. They grow out of the ground. They grow out of the ground, but they get their main sustenance, their yanika, that what they absorb, they absorb from the air says something that doesn't grow out of the ground, you make a shackle and that includes mushrooms. And now you're saying that they do grow out of the ground, but they get their main sustenance from the air. So, that's what it means. Don't say, you say, you make a shackle and that includes mushrooms. So, mushrooms are, they sort of grow, they hover above the ground. So, he says they do grow out of the ground, but their main unika, as opposed to other. Fruits and vegetables that get their stuff comes out of the ground, the roots on the ground, they get the munika from the air. Hanoda uh, says the Mishnah, you make an error, you're not going to have enough from clothing. Muturbasak, Basak, you can put on sackcloth, right? That's not regular clothing. You can put a curtain on, a hamila blanket. I'm going to ola I don't want to have any wool on me. Again, Mutter Las Begisa. Again, when you say, uh, I don't want any, I don't want to wear any wool. So you know what that means? You're allowed to put on gizitzam, you're allowed to put on some fleece. You're allowed to take some fleece of an animal and put it on you. Because when you say, I don't want to wear any wool, what did you really mean? I don't want any woolen shirts. I don't want any woolen uh, suits, but you didn't mean, because uh, that's the lotion. you didn't mean a uh, fleece. Let's say um, he makes a net or a olala. I don't want any flax, I don't want any linen. What was discussion you put on flax bundles because you meant clothes made out of linen. You didn't mean bundles. It all depends on, on the circumstances of the person making the netter. But for example, Ton, let's say he was schlepping flax bundles. That was his job. BZ and he was sweating. He had a bad odor. It was repulsive because of all the sweating and the schlepping he was doing. I don't want any wool and, and flax on me. He's allowed to wear wool and flax linen clothing because what he meant was, I don't want to be schlepping this stuff. Also, but he can't. Throw it on his back. He can care. He knows. look at the circumstances. If he said, uh, if he, he was schlepping flax and wool and he says, Oh, yeah, make it. I don't want any, I don't want to have any flax and wool on me. I don't want to have any uh from these things. Oh, that'll go up on me. He didn't mean that that he wear clothing, he meant schlepping on his back. Tanya if you are making it, you're not gonna have any clothing. you're allowed to wear sackcloth, It will be a and a curtain of a Camila blanket, because that's not the uh, clothing. But also, but he can't wear uh, clothing that's wear- worn as clothing. For example, the pun is usually a, like a money belt. That's part of his clothing move. These are also kinds of leather garments, and also a leather spread and uh, like leather or felt shoes. plinya uh, translates, as seen, uh, you know, like a kind of a um, an apron of sorts, right? saim, Those are pants, or kova, and a uh, hat. Those are all clothing. So if he makes and he's not gonna have clothing, he put on sackcloth and a and a, a curtain and wraps himself in a curtain or in a blanket. That's not clothing, but a belt and leather garments that you wear, and even aprons, uh, pants, and hat. That's certainly clothing. My escorti, What is that escorti that uh, second one? The scortaya Amarava barahana, kisuna datsolah. Now the Ron says it's a kind of a um, apron that the leather workers wear over their clothing, right? It's a uh, kisuna datsolah cholichshel or shalov shema The leather workers, the the, pro- well, the process, wear over their clothing, protecting. But it's 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 a garment. It's not a, it's not a sackcloth or a or a curtain or something like that. Tanya, on Shabbos, when it comes to this, until now we were talking about the Durham, a Dharam, brings out a brysa from Shabbos. Tanya, uh, you can wear, on Shabbos, you can wear a thick sack, a thick sackcloth, or a coarse blanket, urea, and you can, you could wear those things. We're not talking about netter of clothing, we're talking about on Shabbos. On Shabbos, you're allowed to wear those things. People wear them as a garment, like a wrap, a wrap, you know, today you call it a wrap, right? The, uh, a sackcloth, a, sack, sack a, a shawl, right? A shawl, so you so, course have a coarse blanket, but you read a curtain, a and a blanket. And they, some people, they wrap themselves up. They didn't have, you know, they didn't have London fog, uh, you know, raincoats. I don't even know if it, is that still a brand. It used to be, right? Uh, but um, and that's what they wear. Avalobateva, you can't put a box, you can't wear a box on your head to protect yourself because that's carrying. That's not a clothing at all. Not a basket. Not a mat. Because that's considered already like carrying. shepherds, they put on literally bags over their head. Not just shepherds. Anybody who wears a bag over his head. Some people sometimes do that. Chum spoke about way normal. normally it was the shepherds who wore these uh, bags over their heads to protect them from the rain or the sun, whatever. That was considered not, not considered carrying. But if you put a basket, or a box, or a mat—that's considered like carrying. Rebbe how come if it all depends on that tiny katan? Rebbe Yidomim, what does he mean by that? Let's say he was wearing a woolen garment, beitzer, and he was irritated by it. He was uncomfortable. Vamakam semar, like I don't want—I don't wear any—I don't want to wear any wool. Also, both she can't wear any more woolen garments. More look but he can carry wool because he, because he, because look at the circumstances. He he made his netter while he was wearing a woolen garment. So he says, I, don't, I don't want, I hate this. So, but he's allowed to carry, he's allowed to carry. We're not talking about now on Shabbos, we're talking about far as a netter. Oh, yeah, Tom, Pishon, let's say he was carrying flax, B-Zia, and he was sweating. Well, him all the line. He said, I don't want any more flax, and uh, I'm I'm in flax should not, should not be, I don't want to wear or put any pla- flax on me. He's allowed to wear, but he can't carry him because look at the circumstances. The circumstances were that he was carrying it. So if he was carrying it and he says, I don't want to carry it, and we made a net. I don't want any flax on me. He meant carrying, uh, he meant um, he meant carrying, but not, but wearing not so much. The Ron makes an interesting point. He says here, uh, two or uh, several interesting points, but he says that a beuda in the Mish is not like Rudd in the Bryson. There's a viewer in the Bryson, I believe, but Ron says four lines from the bottom of the page. The b'risa pligemestish in the sparda of Yudah. The b'risa disagrees with Yudah. The Tanah mestish in Sphirale. Rav moda. Rav moda. The Tanakama. The Chalaych. The like of Chacham. You can't prove anyone, Normally means wearing. Levi Mashma, But lotina. Because in the Mishnah he just says Rav Muda said. What did Rav Yudah say in the Mishnah? It depends on it. If he was schlepping and he said, I, I, I don't want this it's emerald then he's only also to um, uh, to schlepp it. But he could carry it. But that's if he they only gave the example when he was schlepping and he made a netter. but it's Mashma Stam if he if you couldn't tell, uh, you couldn't tell from his circumstances, you would assume that it means wearing. the lay the you need proof. Uh, you need proof. In other words, normally from the mishas mashma, then when he swore normally uh, made a netter that he's not going to have any pish onut samar. stam means clothing, uh, but he's allowed to carry it. From the from the Bryce's mashma that even to be mater carrying also you need a proof. In other words, because the Bryce says if he was wearing something and he says I don't want this stuff, then he could carry it, right? He just can't wear it. Uh, but otherwise, if he wasn't wearing it and he and he said it, uh, it's also to me it's mashma that he wouldn't be able to carry it either, because mashma stam either if he if he couldn't tell from what he was doing, he just said stam I can't I don't want some fishment it's mashma you couldn't wear it and he couldn't carry it because he gives both examples in the Bryce's. He says, if you were wearing it and you forbade yourself, then you just can't wear it, but you could carry it. If you were carrying it and you forbade yourself, then you can't carry it, but you could wear it. Smash with the brisa, definitely. He says, Mustafa, we go like the Mishnah, not like the brisa. But he makes another good point too. The ron further up in the narrow lines, about uh, seven, eight lines before the lines get wide on this page on the right side, the ron says that, example, what's the Lush of tirosh? What does tirosh mean? Tirosh means wine, right? But he says before before that he says, a you can't have anything that's sweet, but you're allowed to have wine. Why? Because when they spoke in Hebrew, tirosh. When somebody says, when well, you go into a store here, we say any tirosh, we say any You wouldn't say that if you speak Hebrew. Yai means yai, and tirosh just means sweet. So when you say you make a netter from tirosh, it really just means sweet stuff. It doesn't mean wine at all." Because anyway, Rishayim commandomer halcham b'damar halashevayadum. From shedarken likoros tiros the devar matukim. That's a little velolyayan from commandomer locham b'damar. If y'all say you go by lashon of the Torah, you're right. So tiros means wine. So then it would be us wine. But if you go by lashon, and I'm like, we hold. So if you speak Hebrew and you say, I don't want, I'm making that I don't want a tiros. Can't have sweet stuff. You could have wine. But he says, listen to this. Hilkach Anan, listen to the Ron. Where did the Ron live? Spain. North Africa. North Africa, right? In, Span- in a Spanish speaking yeah. place. We speak foreign language. We don't speak Hebrew. Where they live, they spoke Spanish or Arabic, whatever they spoke. Because we don't speak Hebrew. So, with this, we don't speak Hebrew. to us means what says in the Torah, which is why. So, if you're speaking Hebrew, and Yain is yin, right? Yayin is yin, and Tirosh is sweet stuff. If you don't speak Hebrew, so what, when you say Tirosh, what do you mean? I don't want Tirosh. You mean you mean wine? You mean because you know you speak English you say I don't, I'm making error. I don't want any Tirosh. So what does that mean? Means wine because you don't speak Hebrew. Interesting. It goes according to the Lushan. Just one final point. We talked about the. You know, I always tell the story where B'chaim Shmulevitz said that the uh, that the uh, we talked about people who it learn a bad. lot and you become a great huh. It is famous. It is Spain. Absolutely. Yeah, I you, it's Spain. Yeah, I think the is in Spain. Yeah. So uh he always says like wait, what happened? Rabbi Yosef admonished rubber And he says, you know what? If you get the Torah, if you make when do you get the Torah? When you're humble, you make yourself like a midbar, you're free for everybody you can take whatever they want from you, then you give it, then gives, gives you two as a matana, and then you get it as a Nachla. And then but if you become a big shot, right, you became big. But if you if you if you're arrogant about it, the Yasmo, well, Hashem will lower you down, right? You won't get it. So Torah is only when people are. Torah is only accepted when people are humble. Otherwise, it doesn't work. So they, they, uh, uh, you know, one of the yeshiva boys came from Lakewood. Uh, he came to the mirror and he spent a year learning here. And he said, you know, let's say that Torah, uh, Torah, that Eretz Israel is machkim, right? Torah Israel makes you smarter, right? the 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 land of Israel, the the. Atmosphere makes you smarter. I've been learning here in Mir for a year, and uh, I don't feel any smarter than I did in Lakewood. You know, so how do you explain that? So it says, you know, that it says very few places does it say <laughs> ma'od, ma'od. You have it by, by the, by the Mabu. A few places it says ma'od, ma'od. Very, very rare. Ma'od, ma'od. Oh, them, right? uh, uh, yeah, maybe it says there <inaudible> too. <inaudible> oh, I, oh, that's what that's what I'm coming to. Tovar ariz maod maod. That was the answer. So it's one of the few places. Tovar ariz maod maod. What does that mean? Okay. That that because the Washington in the, in Pirkey Avos says maod maod have shv'al ruach, right? Maod maod have shv'al ruach. Tovar ariz maod maod. You know when avirat ariz Machim, Tovar ariz maod maod. When when you're mu- off when off. you're far off, when you're humble, when you're not humble, then Eric's yeah, doesn't that's, help that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to live term being smart, you have to be humble, also. All right, tomorrow's off will be uh, okay, so uh, yeah, yeah, back on Friday. So,